San Diego again, Under Contract Podcast. And for those of you who are wondering why under contract, well, in the literal sense with real estate, yes, under contract is something that we do often, but this is really more geared towards the contracts that we make with ourselves. And today I have a very special guest, someone that's been a crucial component to my recovery uh, from breast implant illness. A lot of you know um, that I have been suffering for, gosh, some years now, and a year ago or so, had the, made the decision to remove the breast implant illness, uh, the breast implants. And <clears throat> I have to say, since having them removed, my health has improved exponentially. Um, immediately, yes, and even afterwards with a lot of hard work, with the right team behind me, with the right direction, the right guidance. And I have to say that I would not have done it any other way uh, aside from the the, the, ch- the path that I chose. And the path that I chose was to treat it holistically. Um, with a naturopath, along with some other uh, providers that have been a crucial part of my care. Uh, Today, I have a special guest on, and I've been doing a little series uh, showcasing business owners, especially women business owners, Um, and this one particularly happens to be my naturopath, and she's based out of Encinitas with the Stengler Institute for Medicine, if I'm correct, Dr. Angela, Um, and I'll let her correct me if that's incorrect, but I have been seeing Dr. Angela Stengler for over a year now, and my health has just improved improved 5,000% and continues to. So I wanted to bring her on today to not only talk about her business, what prompted her to get into the naturopathic world versus modern medicine, if you will, and kind of the role she's played in my journey and, and, and the importance of it for those of you who might be considering removing your breast implants or even just going the naturopathic route. So I'm honored today to have Dr. Angela Stengler as my guest. It's been a definite... Um, uh, feet for us to get her on. She's a very busy woman, so I appreciate her taking the time. So Dr. Angela, welcome, and thank you so much for taking the time today. Well, of course. Thank you, Tammy. And I have learned a lot as well uh, through the journey with you. You've taught me a lot as far as, you know, patience and perseverance, and you really, uh, you've raised the bar pretty high. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that much. You know, I, I think that you have, well, I know you've made me a better practitioner. You oh know, gosh, doctor. I mean, you're only as good as those that you confide in. Right. And, and when I first came to you, I was a mess. I, I we know it uh, aesthetically, I was a mess, but you're right. It was my sheer, it was my faith in God. Uh, number one, that, that definitely sustained my ability to continue down that path, but also knowing that it was temporary. I knew that I had to get through the ugly stuff to get to the good stuff. And I'm now on the other side of it. And we're just kind of maintenance and tweaking a few things as we go along this part of it. But nonetheless, you and your husband and the staff and all of the service that you provide there at the, at the, at the Stengler Center is, will continue to be and will always be part of my arsenal because I believe in it, I ascribe to it, and I would not have done it any other way. Modern medicine told me otherwise. And modern medicine wanted me to do X, Y, and Z where we both decided with your guidance and direction, this is what we're going to do and it's going to hurt for a second but we're going to get through it. So for that, I'm grateful for. Um, Talk to us a little bit about you as a practitioner. Talk to us a little bit about why you chose naturopathic medicine versus modern medicine. And anybody out there that might be um, considering naturopathic medicine, you know, what do they need to know? Yeah, that's a great question. And I actually don't share this often, uh, but I I do. It is a valuable question that, that you should ask. And So when I was in undergraduate school, I went to school abroad for about a semester in England. 
And while I was there, I broke my toe and I wasn't very happy about it. Mm-hmm. And I had a big basketball game coming after that because I, I played basketball at the university there in England. And I hobbled down to the health center there expecting the doctor would take an x-ray and, you know, do some other things. Anyway, the nurse saw me and she said, go back to your room and go get some witch hazel and put it on your toe. So I wasn't really excited to hear that. Uh, Now, keep in mind, I never knew about herbs. I was definitely going to go the conventional route. I had chosen this university in England because I was able to take the sciences and it would transfer over. And so for her to tell me that, I was a little shocked. Uh, So I hobbled back to my dorm and I asked my dorm mate, I said, hey, do you have something called witch hazel? And out came this tube that she showed me. Um, There's another word for it, hamamalis. There's two different words for it. And she said, put it on your foot. And I literally thought she was crazy. (laughs) And my mom worked for a podiatrist in the States. And I called her up. I'm like, what are they doing here? You know, I was a little confused about the whole thing. Anyways, long story short, I put it on my foot. The bruising started coming out. The circulation was better. They were able to run, play basketball within no time. I came back to the States and I was a little perplexed, uh, you know, about medicine in the States. And, uh, I was allergic to a couple medicines conventionally. I'm allergic to some vaccinations. I'm allergic to certain penicillins, <laughs> allergic to certain hormones that I can't take. And I thought, wow, how am I going to practice medicine and not be able to take what I'm prescribing? Right. Um, and, and then I had this big experience, you know, in England using this herb on my foot, you know, like who would have known? <laughs> and so I talked to my pre-med advisor and I said, Dr. S, I said, I got to tell you, I'm kind of interested in these herbs and maybe going different, down a different path. And he said, Ange, he said, he was studying Chinese medicinal mushrooms and cancer. So he knew very well the advantages of using herbal medicine and the science behind it. And I was shocked because he never told me, you know, we were always going down that conventional route. And so he presented me with, at that time, there were only, I think, four uh, accredited naturopathic medical schools in this in the country. And, you know, he explained to me kind of about it. I did my research and I said, yeah, you know, I'm going to go. I I just, that was definitely the better route for me. And I was able to find the cause of things. And uh, here I am. That's kind of how it happened. So, you know, it's interesting because I would think that would be more the norm than the exception where you have to experience something in order to go, okay, wait a minute, right? There's something here that we're not paying attention to otherwise because of modern medicine, right? Like you would have never, had you not experienced that firsthand, you probably would, this would be a different conversation. Oh, I wouldn't be here. No, absolutely. I mean, and and to be perfectly frank with you, Tammy, I probably would have gone down more the research route because, you know, I was, I was looking at conventional medicine going, I just can't see myself practicing this way. And I thought, okay, I'll, you know, I'll do research instead. And, but when I found that there is absolutely, there is a school or many schools that, you know, we're trained in both conventional and naturopathic medicine. So that's why the labs are, you know, we're trained in the lab, we're trained in minor surgery, you know, we're trained in all that kind of stuff. So it's good. We've got the, you know, we've got both brains, but I don't choose to prescribe antibiotics. I mean, if I need to, I will, right? I mean, I will if I need to. Um, but my first route is going to go with the herbal, homeopathic, and, and the nutrients that we know work. For sure. And, and I'm a good example of that because I can tell you with the IV ozone and the nutrient bags and everything else that I've done there, the lymphatic, everything that I've done collectively, and it's healing me from, it has healed me from the inside out. And that truly is the essence of homeopathic and naturopathic approaches because you are healing the root cause 
Whatever it is, you're healing the root cause. It, yeah, it would be really easy just to go down and get a pill or this, that, and the other, but it's masking that symptom. So therefore, you're really working on the root cause of it, which as you shared early on, which I love, love, love about your transparency is, yes, we can get this done. However, it's going to take some time. It's going to yeah. take a little bit of pain and suffering, and so it's not going to be an easy route. It's going to take some time. And as long as you know that and you know what's up ahead, then I think they're more willing to be receptible, receptive to it because they know it's there, but it's going to take some work. Um, so you experienced that. Then you fast forward. You went to school. You decided this is what I want to do with my life instead of research. I would think that you're probably still tinkering on research and whatnot because you're always learning. You're always learning new ways and innovative <laughs> How ways. How did you know? <laughs> I just feel that with you, right? So with that, it's just now you're this full on. You have this full on practice. You and your husband in Encinitas, and. You have an acumen that spreads, it's vast between you and your husband. You've got the clientele, you've got all the books, you've got everything going on there. And yet you are this powerful woman in business. And in your industry, typically it's male, right? For a while there was male dominated. And then here you are forced to be reckoned with. You chart your course. What would you say that, that satisfies you the most in your day in and day out? Not, because, not, not that you're just helping people because you really are helping on a deeper level, but what, why would you, what, do you get these God moments where you get this little winking sensation where you're like, you're exactly where you need to be? And what is that? That's, wow, Tammy, you asked some great questions. <laughs> it's interesting because every morning I wake up and I do ask God, okay, where do you want me? And I would be lying if I told you I don't get frustrated and upset and worried because I do about every single patient. I worry a lot. And that's the way I was created, you know, and, um, you know, well, you, well I, wait a minute, hold on back up. You mean the 5 a.m. messages that I get from you or I'm not the only one you're doing that to. <laughs> and the sad part is I'm awake to receive them. So there you go. <laughs> See, you look at the times I see. I love it. I love it. I'm like, God, I love this woman. She's on it. Look at her. It's five o'clock in the morning. I'm getting all these emails from her. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I work really well, kind of like in that early morning time, and then I can focus and I I do have my list, you know, of of what I need to do. But But I love it because as a patient, that's so important. That is so important to know that your practitioner is, she's doing her, she's researching, she's getting answers for you because. I can tell you where, when it was very tentative for me, I was very scared at one point. And I'm just like, okay, here we go. We're going to do this. Okay, here we go. And I'm the first, as you know, say, Dr. Angela, I don't care what it is. Let's run all these tests. Let's do it because we need to know. But, but so you wake up every morning and you ask, okay, where do you want me today? Mm-hmm. And, and not only when I wake up in the morning, but as I'm driving to work as well. Mm-hmm. And even before our conversation mm-hmm. and, you know, with the patient I had previously and the patient before that, because I don't know what my place is in their healing journey. And I really don't know how God wants to use me in that. But I do know that I need to do the best I can possibly do. And if I don't have my hundred percent focus, I'm not good to anyone. And I'll, and I'll be, I'll be more transparent with you in saying that I do like to limit the number of people I see each day because I want to focus. Of course. And, you know, and, and the girls know, like they actually have, they'll say, give her an extra 15 minutes right here or, you know, give her a wiggle room here because I like to just kind of decompress and before and after. And it's important to me because I know that the majority of my patients have been through a really tough journey with their health. Yeah. And so I need to be totally present with that. Yeah. You know, the, what I do love is, um, you know, as we get families and, you know, more families as patients, then I'm kind of their first line person. 
you know, and that's really fun too, yeah. you know, so you kind of have different types of patients there. Uh, but either way, yeah, I, it's not me, it's God. He's the one in control and I need to be led by him or else I'm not good to anyone. And my worth comes from the Lord. Yeah. It doesn't come from me or you, you know what I mean? It, it, it really is. It's a humbling experience every day. And sure. you play such an intricate role in so many lives, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've had your fair share of wins and you've had your fair share of not so winning situations, right? So how do you balance your days, your journey along this path where you, you truly are doing miracle work with a lot of patience, right? With your knowledge, your expertise, your profession, your experience, and your education. So how do you navigate through those trying times where you really don't know, right? How do you navigate besides your faith? How do you, how do you say to yourself every day, oh my gosh, right? Because I'm sure there's some, some aspects of this that you absolutely love. And then there's aspects where you're like, gosh, darn it. I, would, I really would not prefer to work with that. Right? So how do you balance that? That's, that's a really good question. And so I am fortunate to have my husband because I can bounce things off him. And like, and you know, I will say to you, is it okay if I talk to of my course. husband? And I always ask my patients that. So they know that I just, I don't want to break that confidence yeah. or, you know, the confidentiality, obviously be, between the two of us. And what's really good about that balance, right? God created men and women di different, which is a good thing, is that he can kind of step back objectively and say, look, you've done all you can do, you know? And they're, they're getting better in this way. They might not be getting better in this way. And it's really, it's not about me. Mm -hmm. And that's what's really helpful when I talk to my husband about it, because it can become about me if I don't get a good result with the patient, sure. right? Sure. So it's like, no, it's not about me. It has nothing to do with me. It's, it's you know what, it's because that then the attention's on me, not on the patient. Right. And so it's really good to have him kind of step me out and go, Ange, this is not about you. Mm. This is about the patient. Mm. And so quite often at those 4 a.m. times, I will go back to the day one. There are there are times I will go back to a, the first visit I had with the patient and I will read and go, oh, man, that's what I'm missing. You know, and so that and that's why I like to see, you know, about eight. I don't like to see more than about nine people a day yeah. because I don't I don't want to, you know, have 15 people. I want to be able to focus. And every night I look over who's coming the next day and I and I go through charts because it's important to me. You're yeah. trusting me. And I don't want, I don't want you not to trust me. Yeah. You know? So at what point during your career, did you realize you're exactly where you need to be? Gosh, Tammy. <laughs> you didn't know that I had a mass communication major, did you? <laughs> and a speech communication major. <laughs> I once you know, wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be a journalist at one time. <laughs> you're very good. You're very good. <laughs> That's a good homeopathic trait. Okay. <laughs> Very inquisitive, right? Very inquisitive. Yeah. yeah. Not afraid to ask questions. Never, ever. You know what? Like I, that's a great question because it's funny when I graduated undergrad, uh, my dad offered me a job in Antarctica being a lab tech. I know, crazy. Antarctic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Antarctica. So, oh, there's nothing even nice about that. Okay. I don't even know where that would have gone. Oh, right? yeah. But it was interesting because at that point in my life, I that's you know, I was young, obviously. I just graduated university and I was deciding if I should go to grad school or naturopathic medical school or, you know, have a job in Antarctica. And I think really stepping back and going, what what can I make the most impact on? You know, and what can I learn? And really treating people and getting to know illness helps me learn. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. telling you, I want to be healthier because of it. 
And you know, we see it every day. What increases cancer risk? Toxicity, lack of exercise, you know, blood sugar imbalance, all this thing. I see it every single day. And that's a huge motivation for me to yeah. keep healthy. So that's, to be an example. so that's what drives you. So pretty much what drives you to stay healthy will help keep your clients and patients healthy as well. So you Absolutely. kind of, yeah, well, yeah. obviously yeah. you can't prescribe something that you don't believe in, right? You can't. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and I'm the same way too in life. I can't, I can't support something that I don't believe. I can't, yeah. you know, I can't yeah. espouse to. Um, so for those of, of the viewers out there that are tinkering on homeopathic medicine or naturopathic medicine, what's maybe one tip that you would give a new patient that's unsure because it isn't conventional medicine? One tip. Well, I would say look for a naturopathic doctor. Obviously that's licensed in the state because in the state of California, from what I understand, you can call yourself a naturopath if you're not licensed. A naturopathic doctor are licensed. So mm. there's kind of the difference there. ND. Uh, ND? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or NMD. Either NMD. way, we okay. can go by NMD or ND. Doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so that's very important. Make sure you're, the doctor you're seeing is a licensed naturopathic doctor. I mean, you know, see where they went to school. If they're licensed in the state of California, that means we had to take our board exams and pass them, and do our continuing education. Uh, so that that's very important. And then it is important to get to know their philosophy because mm -hmm. some naturopathic doctors, you know, we all we all treat a little differently, right? So you do have to get kind of that sense that this person works with me. Right. Um, and I have had cases, um, and I'm glad you asked, of very, very, very tough cases um, that they're working with specialists at very big hospitals, and they will call and say, hey, will one of the doctors take me on? I'm, I'm in this situation. And I'll, I'll do a five-minute courtesy call and say, hey, let's see if this will work. And I've had really good results with working with other specialists because they know, you know, we're communicative. We email back and forth and it works. Right. And so you got to do your, re just like anything, right? You have to do your research. And I mean, we do have a website, but I don't really think that touches us. You know what I mean? Like, but people like you, other patients that we've had, I do often uh, will ask other patients if they'll talk to patients of mine about therapies, like say someone wants to do the HCG diet, right? And they don't want to, you know, they're afraid of, of the shots or whatever. I'll go, hey, I got about a dozen patients that do it every year. Do you want to talk to one of them? Right. And then I'll ask that patient if it's okay and, and they communicate. So, I mean, I'm pretty transparent. If I don't know something I'm going to tell you, which you know, right. I feel like, I don't know, I'm going to find out. But you always get the answer, though. You always get the yeah, answer. It might and take it, me a while. Yeah, but, but you get the answer, and that's all a person can ask for, right, is the answer, right? At some point, if you don't know, then you don't know. It's really simple. I'd rather hear I don't have the answer versus being led astray, right, in different ways. Oh, and yeah, right. for sure, especially right. when it comes to our health. Um, how long Absolutely. has the Stengler Center been in business? I'm sorry, say it again. How long, how long has the Stengler Institute been in business? So we came, okay, so we were in Oregon first. We were practicing there. Um, and then we moved to San Diego about 23 years ago. Yeah. And so we've had our offices in kind of different areas. So Stangler Center for Integrative Medicine, I think we've been at this location for about, was we bought the building a little over 10 years ago. You yeah. probably know more than me because you're yeah. real estate. Yeah. So yeah. It was actually 11 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. So you, that's pretty much your, that's your, that's where you are. Everything from. Yeah. We're going to stay here. Um, I mean, the good thing that came out of COVID is obviously telemedicine. Right. So we're able to reach more people. And also uh, there's certain compounding pharmacies that will, uh, ship things to other states. And so that's helpful as well. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're not going anywhere. Uh, 
we have to be here. We're definitely led to, to stay here. Yeah. And I know a lot of doctors are leaving, but you know, in the area, a lot of doctors are leaving because of whatever reason, but no, we're, we're staying. Okay, good. So if, are you taking any current like new patients or anything? I know for a while there you were, and then you, then you weren't, and then you were, because I know that after, once this airs, people will be reaching out to either myself or directly to the center to, to inquire about your, you know, your practices and the services available there. Are you taking on new clients or new patients or where are you with all that? Yeah, no, we definitely take new patients. I mean, our existing patients, I, to be honest with you, they do get, you know, priority. If there's an emergency or something, we're going to stick them in for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, our waiting list right now is probably maybe two weeks, but I mean, if it's, there are times where I will read kind of someone's chief complaint and say, get them in during my lunch. I mean, you know that, yeah, you know, for sure. It's, it, it, it happens. It, it happens probably more often than not, uh, because, you know, say someone's been sick for a real, real long time or, you know, it's a child that is really, really sick and, you know, has a really bad chronic illness. And the girls tell me they yeah. will say, hey, can you get them in at early time? I'm like, yes, put them in my lunch or I don't work on Mondays or I will work on Mondays. They say, right. OK, let's just see someone on Monday. So, yeah, definitely don't. I would say absolutely. You know, we are taking new patients and uh, we love to work with people and. You know, you know, I'm pretty honest. So if I don't know the answer, I'm going to let you know. And you have a great staff there too. I mean, between your husband and Dr. LeBeau, I mean, you've got so many great resources. And that's one of the reasons why I was drawn to the practice because it wasn't just a one, one individual practice. It was literally a one-stop shop for me where I could get all of my needs handled, you know, and, and the IV ozone is, am I saying it correctly? Is it ozone or IV ozone? Is it IV ozone? Um, either way. Either yeah, way. Okay. Either way. So yeah. that I swear by like that has been a life. And people have asked me that have been along this journey with me. They look at me and they go, what are you doing? What is it that yeah. you're doing? Because your skin is different. Everything is different about you. And I'm, I tell them what I'm doing. And they look at me and they're like, what? I go 10,000%. And when I don't yeah. do the IV ozone, I'm like, my body feels it. Right. So I'm two yeah. weeks now without it. And I'm freaking out going, oh my gosh, like I want to go yeah. twice next week. Right. But I am completely and forever indebted to the practices that you have, have um, uh, subjected me to, if you will, and all of the wonderful care that you and the staff have. have I've been so blessed to be to have you a part of my journey because it has been a journey. And I know that everyone that I speak with, whenever they ask me what I'm doing, I tell them where and I tell them who you are. And I, I, I said, you know, I'm going to have her on as a guest on the podcast soon so that you can hear straight from the horse's mouth. You know, it does require work, right? It does require mm -hmm. diligence and patience. But when you have the right team behind you, you can do anything because a lot of it uh, is the patient's responsibility. The patient has to do their part. You as a practitioner can guide and direct with your expertise, your profession and your, your experience but they have to do their work. So for that, I am forever grateful. And I'm so glad that you're not in conventional medicine because I probably wouldn't be seeing you otherwise. <laughs> and for those of you who are wondering about homeopathic medicine, the naturopathic route, whatever your concerns or curiosity might be, Dr. Angela Stengler in, in Encinitas will have all of her information below. Um, she is taking new patients. So whether it's a cold or you're going through a major life change or a disease or a condition, whatever, they can handle everything there at the Stengler Center. And, and Dr. Angela, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for being on this part of my journey. And I look forward to many healthy years. And I can't wait to see you the next time I come in. So thank you so much.
Well, thank you. And now that since I have you right here, I do have an article on ozone that my husband wrote a couple years ago. I'll put it in your portal. Yes. I never even thought about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have put yes. this in there. Please do, please do, because because of because of my visit at that at the center a couple weeks ago, I noticed a book somewhere on ozone. Yeah, that somebody, we have two different yeah. books, and but so we I, also have some articles. I ordered yeah. one from Amazon. I've been reading that, but I would love to see okay. the article because I am again, like I've always said, if you ever need a reference or somebody to talk about any of the services there, I am a guinea pig all day. And I'll be, you can give my number to anyone for sure. So thank you, Dr. Thank Angela. You. Thank you, Dr. Mark, the Stangler Center in, for Integrative Medicine, correct? Stangler Center for Integrative Medicine. Yeah, for Integrative Medicine off of Saxony in Encinitas. As always, San Diego, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So if you're thinking about naturopathic or homeopathic medicine, please go visit Dr. Angela Stangler in Encinitas, off of Saxony. We'll have all of our information. As always, stay healthy, San Diego. Peace out. And thank you, Dr. Angela. Thanks, Tammy. Bye.